2: We welcome him into the program on Trot's Life. He's a regular voice on the program. Mick, great to do it with you for the first time here. How are you? Hey, good, boys. Yeah, it's,
0: it's funny as you talk about February the 29th and racing. I remember the last February the 29th, and it was one of the weirdest two weeks of my life because <laughs> February 29th. Two very, very good New Zealand horses, uh, gallopers, went to Ranwick, And they, it was New Zealand Derby Day at Ellerslie. So they had the Derby mm-hmm. at Ellerslie, which was a hell of a big go. Mm. Everybody has a party. Everybody's on the person. That's all good fun. And, and during that, during the after party, because they had these big, filthy, big after parties at Ellerslie, two New Zealand horses, Probabil and the late Tiakao Shark, both won group ones an hour apart at uh, at Landwick. So life's just beautiful. Everybody's partying. It's just pristine. You know, how good's this? What a great summer we've had and what a great yeah. autumn we're going to have because it's the last day of summer. And everybody's just thinking, it doesn't get any better than this. Well, two weeks later, they closed New Zealand down for six months because of COVID. That's um, they had right. no waiting for three months. And I remember look, thinking about it, about two weeks later. Two weeks later, I'm in my house and, and everything's shut in New Zealand. Everything, cafes, everything. Like a big trip out was to go to the service station, and if you were lucky, they had coffee machine, which Mm. they weren't allowed to use. But but so we went from this euphoric, amazing moment at Ellerslie, and it was cool. And the week later, they had the Miracle Mile, and life just felt beautiful. And then, literally two weeks later, they shut the entire joint down for six months. And I remember thinking to myself, God. Didn't that happen quickly? And that was four years ago. And of course, we haven't had a February 29th since. It always sticks in my mind because it's like, we we had a big, big couple of weeks of racing on both codes the last couple of weeks. And you think, God, it wasn't that long ago. Because you guys still
2: had racing in Australia. We did. We shut racing we did. down. It, it, honestly, months. It, Mick, was, it, it, pro- was nothing. it probably kept Australia afloat, to be honest. Well, f- well, that- well, well that's a thing, too, because a lot of people in New
0: Zealand were watching Australian racing. Well, it, it, there's nothing else to do.
1: The turnover was up, I, well, I believe, Yeah, as a result of been all been that.
0: What do you mean? Turnover went through the roof. But, yeah. but it, it was remarkable. Like Because Australian racing was going, we had no racing of any sort, and there was no training of race racehorses here. For three months, you weren't allowed to put a saddle on a horse. So it was incredible. That was the last time we had a February 29th. We had this amazing, like, wow, life full of opportunities. And then two weeks later, I was like, God, this is boring. And I know there's more (laughs) important things to worry about with COVID. I fully get it. But that's... That's stuck in my mind. Hopefully, oh. uh,
2: that won't be the case. Hopefully oh no! I hope, <laughs> I, hope, I hope not. Well, I sure, hope not. I'm not sure
0: the governments could get away with shutting it uh, down again. And give no. Say, nah, no, no, don't don't
2: enough. don't. don't I'll, I'll give you the tip. Don't rev Vince up about that because we'll be here doing another show if that's the case, Mick. But <laughs> 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 well, what's the last show we do? <laughs> yeah, it might very well be. <laughs> hey,
1: hey, Mick, I'm, while you're talking, I'm just looking up some of the results from February 29 of, of 2020 in harness racing. And there was a massive meeting at Menangle that night. Do you remember who won the feature races? Well,
0: I'll tell you what happened was that was actually the lead-up meeting to the Miracle. Bowl. Correct, so correct. They were, they were, so the Miracle Mile was the following week. Which
1: yes, by King
0: of Swing. Yep. Um, so he must have raced in a prelude to so operate. Yeah, King of you got Swing it right.
1: King of Swing won a uh, won the Allied yeah. Express Sprint, which, which is one have, of the lead-up races.
0: Race, race five or race six, one or the other. It
1: was race it three have actually one. that night.
0: Oh, okay. Actually, they had them early because they had to decide the Miracle Mile field. That's right. And the other, other Miracle Mile prelude
1: was the Swept Sprint.
0: There? Yeah.
1: And the I'll give you a tip: the horse is still racing today. Really? Yeah.
0: It, it could it, look. It could be like a Max Delight type horse. It'll be one of those type of horses. It'll be one of those horses who's in that bunch. Yeah. But, but I tell you what, it would have been. It would a horse who wasn't a real genuine star, but was a nice men angle type horse. Well, it he did. He did
1: come third. Come. He did come third in an Inter Dominion final a couple of years ago. El Orlando. Ah, oh, there
2: you go. Yeah, there you go. One, one of, of my favourites.
1: I actually people. backed him in that uh, final of the Inter Dominion for the place. I put a big, big place bet on him, and um, he came through at about $9.
2: Thank you very much. For the place. (laughs) He was about
1: 80 to 1.
0: He's the archetypical type of horse, and he's actually won this week in the same meeting. horse called Hi, My Name is Jeff.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. Very,
0: very good at Menangle. Yeah, good at what Menangle does, which is get off the gate, conserve energy between the 1,200 and the 400, but be at a high cruising speed. Yeah. Um, and, and then kick home hard but have a relatively good pain threshold. And, and that's, hi, my name is Jeff. You take them away from Menangle, like, hi, my name is Jeff, came to the Victoria Cup, and it's like, they I've got a bowler. They're just totally different horses, and it's incredible how – I spout on about this quite often. There's Menangle racing. There's three types of racing in Australia. There's Menangle racing. There's normal eastern seaboard racing, and then there's Gloucester Park. Yeah. Are three totally different things. Gloucester yeah, Park suits a certain sort of horse. Menangle suits a certain sort of horse. And if you go there and try it fresh up in a group one, you'll get your ass kicked more often than not. <laughs> yep. Uh, and and then there's the normal racing, which is pretty much everything else, like Albion Park to a degree race is more or less the same as Melton. Yep. But it's funny how with the different breeds and different training styles. Because the American because the Menangle horses race like the American horses. And they race so hard. They race very close to the VO2 max. Because even the poor horses go 53 and the good horses go 49. Mm. There's a far bigger discrepancy between the times and other places. Because they race so close to it, you don't have to work very hard during the week. So a lot of those horses will work and they'll they'll race or they'll trial around those times. And like the American horses, they basically won't get up to full speed at the time of the week. Yep. Mm.
2: Let's um let's get on to what is coming up this weekend, Mick. The Chariots of Fire. Shall we start with? You know what? Everyone's going to start with Don't Stop Dreaming. I want to start with It's Merlin, Mick. Let's let's go the other way and look at and look at the other Kiwi horse now. He brings into this race a uh, two and a half length second uh in the pale face Adios Stakes last start at Menangle as a dollar ninety favorite. And now we're almost getting double figures um, about its Talk to us about his chances and how he fares in this chariots of fire because everyone's everyone's with Don't Stop Dreaming, but maybe maybe the number seven is a forgotten about horse here.
0: Well, he's a very good horse. Yep. Uh, but the race shape's gonna be crucial for him because mm-hmm. if the the one, two, three, four—all leaves the gate well. And if they decide they all want to be in the same place and own the same piece of real estate, things could get nasty. It could be a 25-7 opening quarter, and then everybody gets a headache. That helps. It's Merlin. <laughs> he's only—he's only been unplaced once in his career. So if you're looking at the tab.com.au odds now, yep. and you're seeing 2.8 for a place, he's had like 23 career starts and he's run 20, 22 places. Mm. He's won most of them. Mm-hmm. So and he's, now at the time he got beat, he went fourth. So statistically, he should run a place, but that's by what happens around him. Because if one of these good horses, Frankie Ferocious, or Don't Stop Dreaming gets the lead, and then they get to go whatever speed they want and come home in three eight, he may face a mission impossible. If they get stuck into each other and they start coming up the ear, which typically happens at Mananga between the 8, 1,200 and the 800, because they, they can't slow down at the back end of the race, so they can only slow down uh, in that middle section. If that happens that he's able to get outside them or he's following the speed three back on the outer, then things change. What you don't want for him is, say, for example, like don't stop dreaming is not going to savage the leader. That's not who he is. So if he doesn't get the lead, he's not going to go to war. They'll sit there and try and run up the straight and quicker. But a flanky ferocious, or a better be the best, if they miss the initial dip for the lead, they have to go again because they're not good enough to sit park so I don't stop dreaming out. Mm-hmm. So that's, that sort of pressure brings its Merlin into the race. If that pressure doesn't eventuate, uh, then you've got a problem for its Merlin because you're coming three wide in a... Fifty-three-eight last half, so it's very much a game of numbers, um, very much physics, and that's what it comes down to with these horses—a the geometry. So he can absolutely win, and he makes a very good case as a place bet, but he's going to need favours from other horses who aren't going to be looking out there to doing favours. Mm. Have the two
1: New Zealanders ever come up in the, against each other in the same race, Mick?
0: They race all the time, so they're actually yeah. arch rivals. So they've raced. They are. In, yeah. They raced in the New Zealand derby. Basically, it's this simple. When one of them leads, it wins. And when the other one leads, it wins. So in this case, there is significantly more chance Don't Stop Dreaming leads. There's actually three Kiwis in the race. Because sooner the bet is drawn, Barry or yes, One.
1: Yes, that's true. And he's
0: been in a lot of the same races. And he's usually run third or fourth. So I think Don't Stop Dreaming is the best horse in the race. And I think he's the most likely winner. But at a $1.90, there's no real spoil for that. Mm. Um, I, I think Frankie Ferocious is the, the horse I, I don't know what to expect from. She's been that good and that brilliant in two starts for Jason Crimson. If he brings that form and he can cross them early and he has Menangle's best eight driver and Cam Hart, then absolutely mm. he can win. So it's one of those unusual races, where If Don't Stop Dreaming won by three lengths, I wouldn't be surprised. Of course, yeah. If Frankie yeah. Ferocious won by three lengths, mm. I wouldn't be surprised. And if Merlin comes over the top of them, I wouldn't be surprised. But all that's going to depend on how much pressure goes through that first 400 metres.
2: Love it. Uh, Mick, we are strapped for time here. We've uh, got to get to a quick break. But um, I'm going to twist your arm here. Who are you going with? Are you, is is it Don't Stop Dreaming's race to lose, or are we going to side with, with something else in this event? I think it's like a 60 20 20 split. Yeah, I think it's
0: 60 for Don't Stop Dreaming, mm-hmm. 20 for Frankie Ferocious, and you're dividing up the remaining 20 predominantly between It's Burr and it better be the best. But I think he'll win more races of this, he'll win this race more times than he would lose at Don't Stop Dreaming, mm. but that start's going to be crucial. The difference between a 26-7 opening quarter and a 25-7 opening quarter is a totally different thing, even though it doesn't sound that much.
2: Yeah, exactly. Times and the way it all pans out in the early part, Mm. and who owns that early real estate, as you said, Mick, is going to be of great intrigue. Uh, Just before we let you go, what's on for the rest uh, of your week leading into Sunday into Monday?
0: Look, we've got the New Zealand Galloping Derby over here. So we have races at Addington tonight. I'll be covering those. We have races at Alexander Park tomorrow night. I'll be covering those. Then we have the Derby here on Saturday, and I'll be be on SENZ New Zealand at 8 o'clock in the morning covering the Derby and all the gallops. Uh, Then next week, I get on a plane and head to Menangal to be part of the television coverage for Sky Thoroughbred Central um, for the Miracle Mile. So there's a bit going on, boys, but it's really exciting. What we're trying to do is ring as many trainers as we can Crystallize and filter what they're saying and give it to the punters to yes. give them a the fair shot because we work for the punters, we yep. work against the bookies, and we're all in this together.
2: Exactly right. <laughs> we right. love it. Mick, absolutely appreciate you giving us some time. We'll chat to you very soon. Thanks for the opportunity, guys. Have Thanks very time. much. There good we go. You, Mick. Mickey Guerin joining us. Uh, the voice from, of New Zealand harness racing, is, is let he, me tell you. He is. He just he keeps everybody enthralled.
1: He is so much love knowledge. His passion. His so knowledge, much knowledge of harness racing brilliant. over there. Yep.
2: Absolutely brilliant.